Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode. Today I'll be talking about purpose with reference to a story in the book of Matthew 26 and Matthew 27. When you go through these chapters, you're going to find the story of Jesus Christ, his betrayal, his death, and his suffering. I believe we all know that story. It must be one of the most interesting stories. in the bible so purpose what is purpose purpose is the reason for which something is done the reason for which something is created or the reason for which something is in existence for instance life our lives your life my life our lives there is a reason why we are alive today there is a reason why we are here today in existence a reason why God created us. God didn't just create us to be somebody who's just a person in the world. There's a purpose for your creation. The question you should be asking yourself should be do you know your purpose? Have you discovered your purpose or are you walking in your purpose? or have you walked out of it but again you could be one of those lucky people who are just born and somehow have just figured out their lives out they just know to say i was built for this thing so if you are that person how consistent are you in that walk how consistent are you in your purpose how come are you Are you sure you're still walking in it or you've already walked out or given up? So I chose the story of Jesus Christ because his life had a purpose. His existence had a purpose. His existence had a purpose. His life had a purpose. His creation was for a reason. God gave us his only begotten son for a reason, for a purpose. and this purpose was to save us and set us free from bondage so the purpose of jesus christ's life was to die just so he can set us free that was the purpose of jesus's life you should read through the chapters i've given you and i hope you understand from a spiritual level don't just read as if you're reading a story understand from a spiritual level it's good for you so yeah fast forward jesus christ goes to get them and he's at the mountain with his disciples and he's praying and in this prayer he's asking god why have you forsaken me imagine jesus feeling forsaken by god because i mean jesus had an amazing connection to god he would just pray and like maybe get a response right there and then or something it's different from us these days when we pray so like we can just talk to god like he will respond right there so imagine someone who had this amazing connection with god asking him why have you forsaken me there are certain situations in life that will make you um 
question God and feel like you're alone. God is not there. He's moved. He's probably be- busy blessing other people and he's forgotten about you or something. But then that's what purpose will do to you. It's not easy. That's what purpose will do to you. The existence of Christ was to make possible forgiveness, to make possible love, mercy, redemption, salvation. And obviously, God had told him to say, this is the reason why you're here. This is what you're going to do, or this is what you're going to go through. And Jesus was obviously game, like, okay, I'm going to do it for the people, like God I'm going to carry the burden to save these people. This shows us that he knew his purpose. He knew the reason for his life, the reason for for his living. But you would wonder or ask to say this is a person who knew that this was going to happen from the onset. But now that the time is here and is about to die, he's about to be betrayed and go through this suffering and get crucified. He's praying to God to say, "Why have you forsaken me?" Like why would he ask that now? You know? But then there's something you need to know. There's something you need to understand. Knowing your purpose and experiencing your purpose are not the same. knowing your purpose and experiencing your purpose are not the same thing and just because you know your purpose doesn't mean you have achieved it there needs to be a process in between you know your purpose quite alright but that doesn't mean you've achieved it doesn't mean you've done it you got it There's a process. You need to do something to get there. I always love to give this example. I have my little sister, not so little, my younger sister. She's in med school right now. But then she was one of those children who were just born to know I was built for this because she always said, "You know what? I want to be a doctor." She's never changed her mind. And by the grace of God, she made it to medical school. She knew her purpose. She knew this is what I want to do. I can do it. It was easy to say that. But the moment she got to medical school and felt the atmosphere and everything, the pressure started to kick in. There's times she would call and say, "I want you to pray for me. I feel sad." I feel overwhelmed. I feel like this career is just it's just a bit too much. And imagine you have to go all the way 7 years. And this very story came to mind. I was like you knew your purpose but you didn't experience it. Now that you're experiencing it, you feel a little different about it. you're not too sure it's giving you stress you know it's making you sad just the same thing with Jesus Christ he knew his purpose but he hadn't experienced it yet 
And the moment he was about to experience it, the pressure started to kick in. The pressure started, because the Bible even says, he told his disciples to say, I am sorrowful. And he was distressed. This is the Bible saying, the son of God, can you imagine? The son of God was sorrowful and he was distressed. The son of God, who are you? Who are we? Can you just think about that situation? So, he's at the mountain and he's praying and he starts to ask God to say, can this cup of suffering pass me by? But he says something. If it's your will, may your will be done. So I bet Jesus was like, God, I'm scared. I don't know if I'm built for this. I don't know if I can do this. I mean, he was just scared. But at the same time, he knew this needed to be done. He knew he needed to fulfill the promise. So he opened up to God, told God exactly how how he was feeling at that moment. He didn't pretend it was going to be easy. So when he said your will will be done, may your will be done, he was probably saying I'm going to do this because it needs to be done. I need to fulfill the scriptures. But I won't pretend that it's easy. You know, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to feel to attain a certain a certain level of perfection to feel like this is when I can do this thing you know you don't have to there's times like this that will happen in your life where you know you're supposed to do something you're supposed to do it but you're just going to become overwhelmed the situation is just going to be like almost a bit too much beyond you you know the actual fact is it's not beyond you but it seems just as though it is and you're going to question yourself your abilities to do it to go through it you're going to question god and ask him to say are you really here with me are you really watching what's going on you know there's certain things that will happen you've been like god did you did you just see did you just see what happened you know and you feel like okay god is silent but he honestly is not silent you need to go through that there are certain things you need to go through i'm telling you no matter how painful how sorrowful you, you just you just need to go through them imagine god being quiet when his only son was speaking and asking him questions what more you it was easy for god to just say you know what yeah you're right i think it's a bit too much my son this thing that is coming has also started making me feel sorry for you so let's let's stop it but no it had to be fulfilled 
you're going through certain things right now because there's something that needs you need to fulfill something that's why i'm saying it is very important for you to know your purpose when you know your purpose you'll be overwhelmed by certain things that are going to come but you're going to be overwhelmed differently you know you can't be overwhelmed the same way as a an unbeliever you'll be overwhelmed but the reaction needs to be a bit different you're going through that you're going through the storm but keep the faith going as well you know let your will be done let your will be done so jesus christ gets um betrayed by his very own his own disciple a close um disciple that is judas officially betrays jesus christ and he's on his way they are beating him up they, they have the cross on his back they are spitting at him they are saying all sorts of things calling him all sorts of words and he's just listening he's just listening you know what he was the son of god he was he was he was the lord he might as well would have just said you know what i bit this this is too much just run the cross that side and just said you know what this is too much god i can't do it anymore just look at the way i can't what more when i get to the cross i'm feeling like this before they even they even put those nails in my flesh god was just going jesus christ was just going to give up but he was listening because he knew his purpose and he was just focused regardless of the pain the suffering the insults you know and we know that before that he even faced rejection from his own peter rejected jesus christ three times can you imagine that you're just from being betrayed by one of your own then another person from your circle again decides to say no i don't know this person someone you sat with dined with and ate with you know and you are being you 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 were with these people you were walking with these people jesus was never walking alone he had his disciples but he had to do all this alone he was alone at that moment he was i would say abandoned all the sheep were scattered but he was focused it's important to know your purpose in life and if you're walking in your purpose it is important to stay focused regardless of whatever you're facing the pain persecution people are using your name badly they are calling you names they are spitting on you a whole lot disappointments rejections you can go through all that but when you know what you're about for you know your purpose you will focus on going through the process and fulfilling it if you spend too much time paying attention to those who are criticizing you and what not you will not get there you will waste too much time listening to things that will not benefit you listening to people who will not even help you the point is 
they don't want you to do, to do better why are you even bothered you know what whether you do things right or wrong people always talk jesus did so many right things there's nothing wrong he did but they still tried their best their level best to find an excuse and get that man crucified and since he knew he needed to go through that he remained focused he remained focused and when and when when he reached that place of crucifixion they nailed him to the cross can you imagine being nailed to the cross for a people so undeserving do you really think you deserved the death of Jesus Christ do you think we deserved it personally i don't think we did and imagine someone just this come dying for people who are just something else i don't even want to know or imagine what was going through his mind that we're not deserving but he still did it and on the cross it says on the ninth hour he screams to god again why have you forsaken me eloi eloi so jesus christ was probably like god it hurts god i'm in pain he probably felt that way cuz i mean how do you feel when they just beat you or when they just whip you He was probably in pain. But the most important event was about to happen. He was about to fulfill the scriptures, the promise, and his purpose. The most important event was about to happen. The death The death of Jesus was productivity. The death of Jesus was the purpose. You know what without death there is no resurrection. You can't resurrect from a situation you have not died to. I'll repeat again. You cannot resurrect from a situation you have not died to. I'm not talking about you having to die right now and then resurrect like Jesus Christ resurrected. No, he already did that for you. You don't need to do that. But there are certain things, certain habits that you need to die to so you can resurrect and be productive there are certain sinful acts that you need to die to so you can resurrect and be a productive person there are certain people they know their purpose they know their purpose they're in their purpose but whatever is thrown to them during the process of going through that purpose they are reacting to every insult 
they are reacting to like i said that will waste your time you need to be dead to certain things to be productive to bear to bear fruit how many of us are willing to die to die to something that is pulling us back how many of us are willing to let go of that thing that is pulling us out of the will and purpose of god are you willing are you willing to die to that sinful act are you willing to let go of people who are pulling you out of god's purpose Are you willing to walk in purpose to fulfill your purpose to go an extra mile regardless of what is being said are you trusting God throughout the entire process you know the whole journey to purpose will have you questioning God doubting God blaming God But just like Jesus, we must keep moving forward. Trusting God. Moving forward, trusting God. You're going to fall. You're going to be overwhelmed, you're going to be stressed, sad. But you need to keep moving. Trusting God all the way. Everything that happened in Jesus's life was leading to his resurrection. It did lead to his death, but it led to his resurrection. Everything. I don't know what you're passing through. I don't know how it looks. God knows. But it could be leading you to a great future, a great destiny, a great partner, a great life, a great career. You don't know. So you don't give up. Just trust God throughout the process no matter how painful it is. You know, the other reason why God gave us his son in flesh and blood. Do you know? He gave us his son in flesh and blood so that we could have somebody who understands everything we we go through. Jesus knows how it feels when you're beaten. He knows how it hurts. He knows how it hurts when you're insulted. He knows how it hurts when you're heavy burdened. Even just to have a knife pass through your flesh. He knows how it hurts. He knows how it feels to just have blood oozing from your body. He knows he's experienced that. God brought him to us in flesh and blood. That is why he even said to say, you sh- when praying to me, pray to me through my son Jesus Christ because he knows that Jesus Christ understands, knows better. Jesus Christ knows better. Jesus Christ was human. He knows. He knows what it feels to be rejected by your own people, your family. I mean, Peter 
Judas, that was almost like his family. He knows how it feels like. He knows how your heart feels when such things happen. When people betray you, he knows how it happens. So trust that whatever you go through, God knows. His son is speaking for you to say, you know what, dad, I know how that feels like. I think you need to have mercy. So we de- we define productivity and purpose so glamorous and envious and we guard it jealously. But that's because we don't want to carry the the cross. And when God sends a Simon to help us with the cross, sometimes we even forget the cross is ours to carry. We start listening to people, what they are saying, what they are doing, what they think about what you're doing. But Jesus shows us that feeling like that isn't really a weakness. It isn't really a weakness. It's okay for you to feel like like that and still trust God to see you through to your resurrection. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay. You know, this whole thing just shows you that as a human being, this human body, the way it was made, the way it was created, you can't you can't you can't be a saint. That certain problems just that will come and make you feel like okay, this is a bit too much. Even the pastors, prophets, these true prophets of God, pastors, they will tell you this to say, regardless of the fact that they speak the word of God and they stand at the pulpit and pray for people, there are also times where they feel like they're overwhelmed that maybe God has forsaken them. I mean, Jesus Christ felt like that. Who are they? Who are we? That just tells you it's human nature. But then your spirit needs to be willing to still trust God and carry on. Just like he said as well to say, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. The flesh was weak, but his spirit was willing to do it. That's why he had to die in the flesh. The same way, we need to die from certain sins and certain things that we do. For us to be able to be productive. So guys, um, this is what I had. If you have more, you can add more on your own when you're reading through this uh, this very story. I just hope that it has helped someone. If you have not yet discovered your purpose, pray to God. Let him reveal to you because your life is just not your life because you are supposed to be here and just be living. No, there's a reason why you are here. It can be anything. Your purpose can be anything. Career-wise, you know, even talent. You're not idle. Everyone has has a gift. Never think you're just 
nothing no you just haven't discovered yourself and discovered your purpose but once you do that put on the full armor and take god jesus christ and the whole story as a great example let it motivate you to go ahead with whatever you want to do whatever whatever you want to pursue regardless of the things that you'll be um going through you know we all want to resurrect but we don't want to die that's the problem we have you want something good but you are failing to do the right thing you know what you're doing is the wrong thing even sometimes but you just don't want to let it go but you want the resurrection no it doesn't work like that because even remember when the guards were put at the tomb to guard the tomb they're probably guarding the body of um Jesus Christ but then that wasn't important because i mean Jesus Christ's body wasn't there regardless of them being there to guard you see purpose you can't hold it back it breaks protocol so Thank you for staying tuned in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate everyone who listens. I pray for God's guidance in your lives. May you know your purpose. May you discover your purpose. If you are in your purpose, I pray God gives you the strength to endure whatever you might be going through. May God give us the strength to die to things that are unproductive and may he see us through every trial and every tribulation we go through in life if you've discovered your purpose already i pray for the consistency to carry on and not give up and not step out whether you've been rejected disappointed anything guys continue moving continue moving especially the youth these days with a lot of relationships and everything disappointments rejections please please let's not rush to commit suicide and think this is the end your life and your purpose are not tied to anybody they're not even tied to your family you know with or without them if that's what you were built to do god is going to see you through and make sure you make it that place rejection sometimes is god's protection when you know your purpose you will know how to handle yourself in such situations just like jesus knew how to handle himself in the situation that he was in regardless of the pain so thank you guys for listening i pray for all my listeners you guys are a blessing to me just to take your time and listen is is a blessing thank you Bye. Hi guys and welcome to my podcast. Today I just want to give words of encouragement from um, a very short story in the Bible. And that's the story of a young man called Jonah. I would love to believe everyone knows this story. We all know this story. 
of this man who was called by God. And God had asked him to say, I want to send you to this place. I want you to go to this place and cry out against their wicked ways and tell them to repent. This is what God had told Jonah. But Jonah was disobedient. He didn't obey what God had told him to do. He decided to go his own way. He didn't go where God had told him to go. God told him to go to Nineveh. But he decided to get on a ship and go to Tarshish. Another direction, his own direction. And the reason, he was running away from God. I don't know if it's possible to run away from God. But there is a lesson because in the actual sense, even now, we do run away from God in different ways. God has put something in your heart, a dream, could be a calling even. You know it. You know it's true. You know it's God who's done, who's told you to do it. You know it's God who's given you that dream. But you just feel you're incapable. You can't. You don't want to do it. And you decide to run away from God. Jonah ran away from God and jumped into another ship that was going the opposite direction of where he was told to go. And whilst he was on that ship, obviously he felt like, wow, I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. I've run away from God. But he was lying to himself. Because the Bible tells us that the Lord now sent a great wind on the sea. And the boat began to shake to a point where it almost broke. That's basically, practically a storm. You can imagine. And the people that were with him in the boat, they became afraid. They were scared. Like, okay, what's going on? Where has this come from? So they started to pray. Each one of them to their God. Already you see that this was a people of different faith. The Bible literally says, each one of them began to pray to their God. So they all had their God. They all had their faith. And whilst all this was happening, imagine, Jonah was sleeping. He was in deep sleep. At this point, people are in panic. They are praying to their God. And they are also offloading some cargo. To help the boat be a bit lighter. They thought, okay, if we offload uh, certain things, maybe the boat will be a bit lighter. And all this time, Jonah is sleeping. Imagine. And he was probably the cargo they needed to offload. Because clearly, the storm was there for him. It was after him. He was the cargo that needed to be offloaded. So the captain realizes, say, okay, there's someone who's sleeping here. Goes to him and wakes him up and says, how do you sleep when all this is happening? Wake up and pray to your God just in case maybe 
your God would consider us and save us from perishing. Then the people in the boat decide to cast lots. They cast the lot and the lot falls on Jonah. They now started to ask him questions. Where are you from? What are your people like? What God do you serve? At this point, Jonah had already told them to say, okay, guys, this storm is here for me, for real, for real, because I've run away from God. He told me to do this and this, but I've not done it. I have run away. That's when they asked him the questions to say, okay, what God do you serve? Where are you from? And he told them, I'm a Hebrew and I serve the God that created the heavens and the dry land. And they were frightened. So they were now like, okay, since you've told us that whatever is happening right now is happening because of your disobedience to God, what should we do to you for the sea to become? And Jonah said to them, Throw me into the sea. Jonah knew he, need to be, he needed to be offloaded. He was the cargo that needed to be offloaded. So when someone tells you something like this, just naturally, you won't just get the person right there and then and throw the person into the sea. You first try and say, okay, this is quite a drastic decision. Let's try and control the boat. Let's see how it goes. But then they failed because the wind became stronger and stronger and stronger. So they had to pray to God and say, you know what, God? I think we're just going to throw this guy in. But then, please don't let us be accountable for his death because this is your doing. Obviously, they were scared. Like, how are you going to murder someone and just throw someone into the sea? You know, but then that's what God wanted. It was, it pleased God. They had to do it. So they had to say, we just pray that please don't let us be accountable. And they did just that. They threw Jonah into the sea. And immediately they did that. The sea was calm. And the Bible says, these very men that had a different faith and prayed to other gods offered a sacrifice to God. So, everything that, that, that you see there in the first chapter is talking about the consequences of Jonah's disobedience to God. The storm was a result of his disobedience. The storm was a result of his rebellion. And you will find out that even in real life, We are in situations, we are in trials and tribulations 
because we have failed to listen to God. We have failed to listen to God's instruction. We have failed to follow his direction. Even when he gives us direction, we still choose to go the other way. And when we are faced with challenges, we now start to look for who to blame. You start to say, no, my grandma was a witch. No, so-and-so person told me that um, my auntie or my uncles did ABC. That is why I'm going through what I'm going through. That is why I'm in this place. That is why I'm in this storm. But sometimes you have to put all that aside and sit down. Maybe you've missed it somewhere. Have you been obedient to God? Have you been able to even listen to him give you direction? Where are you headed? Are you running away from something? Are you running away from God? Where are you? Are you in the right ship? Jonah was definitely in the wrong ship. And unfortunately for those who were with him, they had to face the storm. Not that it was meant for them, but they were carrying someone who had rebelled against God. It is possible. Even in your life, you might be associating with people that have rebelled against God. Maybe it is not you. Maybe you're cool, you're clean, but then you have carried someone that has turned against God, someone that has been disobedient towards God. And because of them, you are experiencing a storm that is meant for them. But because you are with them, you have carried them along, you are also experiencing the storm not until you come to a realization just like the captain came to a realization to say no something is not right this man is sleeping we've been praying and nothing is happening what if he had to pray to his god you also have to come to a realization for every person who is in your life every person you carry along you need to be aware spiritually. Why are we facing the storm? Look around you. Search within yourselves, within your circle. So moving on to the story. Jonah is thrown into the sea. The storm has come, but then God himself again provides a large fish that swallows up Jonah can you imagine must have been a traumatizing sight because I mean just imagine a shark trying to swallow you first of all just that mouth first of all just that mouth Second of all, imagine the teeth, you know? So like 
Jonah had to go through the mouth area and then there's like sharp teeth in the edges down to the stomach. God knows whatever else he had to meet before he got down to the stomach of the fish. But well, the fish swallowed him and he was in the belly of a fish for three days and three nights without eating, without drinking anything. Guys, can you just imagine that? That's that's crazy for real. But then just this event, we see God's mercy, God's compassion. He didn't allow the fish to chew him or eat him up. That was not the purpose of the fish. The purpose of the fish was to preserve him. The purpose of the fish was to keep him. To, to store him. It might have looked dangerous. You know. And obviously it felt like a, a punishment for for Jonah. Because he didn't eat. And must have been a terrible place to be in. There's no light inside. It was dark. There's no food. You don't even know what's going to happen next. It felt like a punishment. But when you look at it. On a spiritual level, you will come to realize that it was a preservation. God was preserving him. And he had to come to a realization. In the preservation, he needed to come to a realization. Jonah himself. Of which he did because he started to pray. He started to pray to God. He realized to say, I'm in this place right now, going through what I'm going through because of my disobedience. I didn't go where God wanted me to go. I went a different direction. That's why I'm here now. So he started to pray and deliver himself from the situation. When you read the Bible, the prayer itself will tell you that he was delivering himself from a situation like that felt like an affliction at the time. He prayed. In the storage place. I would like to call it an incubator. He was placed in an incubator. But at that time, it didn't seem like it. But like I said... When you look at it on a spiritual level, he was being kept. He was being preserved. There are certain things in your life that will look as if they are, they are trials and tribulations, like they are punishments. But initially, it's a preservation. You are being kept. But you're being kept so you could get to a realization so that you could realize to say okay might might have not been a b c and d what if it's me what if i'm the problem what if i didn't get on the right boat what if i'm not in the right relationship what if i'm in the wrong career what if i'm doing the wrong job what if i didn't listen to god what if i'm running i'm missing it somewhere you are put in a place 
where you need to come to a realization. And the moment you realize, you need to pray yourself out of that place. The same way Jonah prayed himself out of the belly of a fish. He prayed to God. He spoke to God. He realized to say, I've been disobedient. He didn't point fingers to say, I asked those guys to throw me out and they really threw me out. No. I don't know what you've been thrown out of. A relationship, a job, a friendship. You've been thrown out of it. And God has sent a fish to swallow you, not to destroy you, but to preserve you for something greater, for something better. He has put you in that place so you can realize to say, maybe you are not meant to be in that boat. Maybe you are not meant to be in that friendship. Maybe you are not meant to be in that career. Maybe you were running and he had to send a fish. He had to send a fish to swallow you and put you in this place. This place feels like punishment. This place feels like affliction. This place feels dark. It feels like there's no hope at all. But what matters is, what are you doing in this place? Are you just embracing the situation and saying, well, this is the way I'm supposed to be. This is my life. Nothing good will ever come out of me. In fact, I don't believe in love anymore because look how they threw me out. Look at everything I was going through. Just look at what I passed through to be here and look at how dark this place is. I'm going through a lot and this is just it. Jonah didn't sit in there and start to feel sorry for himself to say, but I've really messed up, man. This is the end. I wonder when this guy is just going to bring me to his mouth now and chew me. No. He knew to say, God can still deliver me from this because he's a forgiving God and he's a merciful God. So I want to encourage you to say, you might have missed it somewhere. It's not because anyone has bewitched you. It's not because anyone is doing charms or your grandma did this and whatsoever. Sometimes you have to look back and say, am I on the right track? Did I listen to God? Was I um, disobedient along the way somehow, anyhow? Well, I've been thrown out. Must have been in the wrong ship. So now I'm in this place of realization. I'm praying myself out of it. Speak to God in that pain. Speak to God and tell him, God, I have realized my mistakes. I have realized I was doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. I've realized I was not listening to you. I have realized I confess it to you and I'm ready to go out there. Deliver me. That's the same way Jonah handled his situation. 
he started to pray. He didn't sit down and start to have self pity. He said to pray, and the and it says on the third day, the fish vomited him out onto dry land. That is the same thing that God is going to do for you. All you have to do is tell him inside that belly. I know it's dark. Just tell him to say, God, I realize I missed it. I was was disobedient. I disobeyed you. I went my own way. I did things my own way. But I'm ready to do it your way. I'm ready to go out there. I'm ready to fulfill the assignment. That is all you need to do. You are in a place of realization. I know it it seems impossible. But God knows why he has you there. God knows why he has you where you are. Just sit down, reflect, speak to him and tell him, you already. He's a merciful God. He doesn't hold on to anger. He's a forgiving and compassionate God. Just give it to him. Surrender to him. And tell him. So he can take you to the right place. The place you belong to. Imagine being in the dark for three days and three nights. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Regardless, there is nothing that changes the plan of God over your life. It may be delayed. But when you come to the realization that it is you that is delaying yourself, the better. You will pray and prepare yourself to see the light. Because that is what God is good at, delivering people. So whatever you're going through, your, pro, your, 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 your pain might be too much, but it's purposeful. Your pain might be too much, but it is purposeful. Don't embrace the affliction. Don't embrace the pain. Pray yourself out of it. Show God you are ready to go out there and do it. If Jonah sat down in the belly and worried and kept worrying about what he would have done better, or how he should have gone. He would have been in that in that belly for, for a long time. Not until we started to pray himself out of the situation. Your situation is not permanent. Your situation does not mean God has forsaken you. Your situation does not mean God has removed the grace and the calling over your life. No. He has put you in an incubator. In a place of realization. All you have to do is realize. Realize. And. Pray yourself. Out of it. That is all it takes. 
that is all it takes so guys i'm very grateful for your time everyone who's listened to this podcast i hope you're blessed and i hope you go through and read the whole story it's quite short i haven't really um spoken about the entire story i've just spoken about the important parts but you can read the story it's quite short it's really an amazing story and i hope it has encouraged someone thank you so much god bless you hi guys and welcome to my podcast today i just want to give words of encouragement from um, a very short story in the bible and that's the story of a young man called jonah i would love to believe everyone knows this story we all know this story of this man who was called by god and god had asked him to say i want to send you to this place i want you to go to this place and cry out against their wicked ways and tell them to repent this is what god had told jonah but jonah was disobedient he didn't obey what god had told him to do he decided to go his own way he didn't go where god had told him to go god told him to go to nineveh but he decided to get on a ship and go to tarshish another direction his own direction and the reason he was running away from god i don't know if it's possible to run away from god but there's a lesson because in the actual sense even now we do run away from god in different ways god has put something in your heart a dream could be a calling even you know it you know it's true you know it's god who's done who told you to do it you know it's god who's given you that dream but you just feel you're incapable you can't you don't want to do it and you decide to run away from god Jonah ran away from God and jumped into another ship that was going the opposite direction of where he was told to go. And whilst he was on that ship, obviously he felt like, "Wow, I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. I've run away from God." But he was lying to himself because the Bible tells us that the Lord now sent a great wind on the sea and the boat began to shake to a point where it almost broke that's basically practically a storm you can imagine and the people that were with him in the boat they became afraid they were scared like okay what's going on where has this come from so they started to pray each one of them to their god already you see that this was a people of different faith 
the Bible literally says each one of them began to pray to their God. So they all had their God. They all had their faith. And whilst all this was happening, imagine, Jonah was sleeping. He was in deep sleep. At this point, people are in panic. They are praying to their God. And they are also offloading some cargo to help the boat be a bit lighter. They thought, okay, if we offload uh, certain things, maybe the boat will be a bit lighter. And all this time, Jonah is sleeping. Imagine. And he was probably the cargo they needed to offload because clearly the storm was there for him. It was after him. He was the cargo that needed to be offloaded. So the captain realizes, to say, okay, there's someone who's sleeping here. Goes to him and wakes him up and says, how do you sleep when all this is happening? Wake up and pray to your God just in case maybe your God would consider us and save us from perishing. Then the people in the boat decide to cast lots. They cast the lot. And the lot falls on Jonah. They now started to ask him questions. Where are you from? What are your people like? What God do you serve? At this point, Jonah had already told them to say, Okay guys, this storm is here for me. For real, for real. Because I've run away from God. He told me to do this and this, but I've not done it. I have run away. That's when they asked him the questions to say, okay, what God do you serve? Where are you from? And he told them, I'm a Hebrew and I serve the God that created the heavens and the dry land. And they were frightened. So they were now like, okay, Since you've told us that whatever is happening right now is happening because of your disobedience to God, what should we do to you for the sea to become? And Jonah said to them, throw me into the sea. Jonah knew he needed to be be offloaded. He was the cargo that needed to be offloaded. So when someone tells you something like this, just naturally, you won't just get the person right there and then and throw the person into the sea. You first try and say, okay, this is quite a drastic decision. Let's try and control the boat. Let's see how it goes. But then they failed because the wind became stronger and stronger and stronger. So they had to pray to God and say, you know what, God? I think we're just going to throw this guy in. But then, please don't let us be accountable for his death because this is your doing. Obviously, they were scared. Like, how are you going to murder someone and just throw someone into the sea? You know? But then, that's what God wanted. It was, it pleased God. They had to do it. So they had to say, we just pray that please don't let us be accountable. And they did just that. 
the through Jonah into the sea and immediately they did that the sea was calm and the bible says these very men that had a different faith and prayed to other gods offered a sacrifice to god so everything that 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 you see there in the first chapter is talking about the consequences of Jonah's disobedience to God the storm was a result of his disobedience the storm was a result of his rebellion and you will find out that even in real life we are in situations we are in trials and tribulations because we have failed to listen to god we have failed to listen to god's instruction we have failed to follow his direction even when he gives us direction we still choose to go the other way and when we are faced with challenges we now start to look for who to blame you start to say no my grandma was a witch no so and so person told me that um my auntie or my uncles did abc that is why i'm going through what i'm going through that is why i'm in this place that is why i'm in this storm but sometimes you have to put all that aside and sit down maybe you've missed it somewhere have you been obedient to god have you been able to even listen to him give you direction where are you headed are you running away from something are you running away from god where are you are you in the right ship Jonah was definitely in the wrong ship and unfortunately for those who were with him they had to face the storm not that it was meant for them but they were carrying someone who had rebelled against God it is possible even in your life you might be associating with people that have rebelled against God maybe it is not you maybe you're cool you're clean but then you have carried someone that has turned against God someone that has been disobedient towards God and because of them you are experiencing a storm that is meant for them but because you are with them you have carried them along you are also experiencing the storm not until you come to a realization just like the captain came to a realization to say no something is not right this man is sleeping we've been praying and nothing is happening 
what if he had to pray to his god you also have to come to a realization for every person who is in your life every person you carry along you need to be aware spiritually why are we facing the storm look around you search within yourselves within your circle so moving on to the story Jonah is thrown into the sea the storm is come but then God himself again provides a large fish that swallows up Jonah can you imagine must have been a traumatizing sight cuz i mean just imagine a shark trying to swallow you first of all just that mouth first of all just that mouth second of all imagine the teeth you know so like jonah had to go through the mouth area and then there's like sharp teeth in the edges down to the stomach God knows whatever else he had to meet before he got down to the stomach of the fish but well the fish swallowed him and he was in the belly of a fish for 3 days and 3 nights without eating without drinking anything guys can you just imagine that that's that's crazy for real but then just this event we see God's mercy God's compassion He didn't allow the fish to chew him or eat him up. That was not the purpose of the fish. The purpose of the fish was to preserve him. The purpose of the fish was to keep him to to store him. It might have looked dangerous, you know, and obviously it felt like a a punishment for for Jonah because he didn't eat and must have been a terrible place to be in there's no light inside it was dark there's no food you don't even know what's going to happen next it felt like a punishment but when you look at it on a spiritual level you will come to realize that it was a preservation God was preserving him. And he had to come to a realization. In the preservation, he needed to come to a realization. Jonah himself. Of which he did because he started to pray. He started to pray to God. He realized to say, I'm in this place right now, going through what I'm going through because of my disobedience. I didn't go where God wanted me to go. I went a different direction. That's why I'm here now. So he started to pray and deliver himself from the situation. When you read the Bible, the prayer itself would tell you that he was delivering himself from a situation like that felt like an affliction at the time. he prayed in 
the storage place. I would like to call it an incubator. He was placed in an incubator, but at that time, he didn't seem like it. But like I said, when you look at it on a spiritual level, he was being kept. He was being preserved. There are certain things in your life that will look as if they are, they are trials and tribulations, like they are punishments. But initially, it's a preservation. You are being kept. But you're being kept so you could get to a realization. So that you could realize to say, okay, might, might have not been A, B, C, and D. What if it's me? What if I'm the problem? What if I didn't get on the right boat? What if I'm not in the right relationship? What if I'm in the wrong career? What if I'm doing the wrong job? What if I didn't listen to God? What if I'm running? I'm missing it somewhere. You are put in a place where you need to come to a realization. And the moment you realize, you need to pray yourself out of that place. The same way Jonah prayed himself out of the belly of a fish. He prayed to God. He spoke to God. He realized to say, I've been disobedient. He didn't point fingers to say, I asked those guys to throw me out and they really threw me out. No. I don't know what you've been thrown out of. A relationship, a job, a friendship. You've been thrown out of it. And God has sent a fish to swallow you, not to destroy you, but to preserve you for something greater for something better he has put you in that place so you can realize to say maybe you are not meant to be in that boat maybe you are not to, meant to be in that friendship maybe you are not meant to be in that career maybe you were running and he had to send a fish he had to send a fish to swallow you and put you in this place this place feels like punishment. This place feels like affliction. This place feels dark. It feels like there's no hope at all. But what matters is, what are you doing in this place? Are you just embracing the situation and saying, well, this is the way I'm supposed to be. This is my life. Nothing good will ever come out of me. In fact, I don't believe in love anymore because look how they threw me out. Look at everything I was going through. Just look at what I passed through to be here and look at how dark this place is. I'm going through a lot and this is just it. Jonah didn't sit in there and start to feel sorry for himself to say, but I've really messed up, man. This is the end. I wonder when this guy is just going to bring me to his mouth now and chew me. No. He knew to say, God can still deliver me from this because he's a forgiving God and he's a merciful God. So I want to encourage you to say, you might have missed it somewhere. It's not because anyone has bewitched you. 
it's not because anyone is doing charms or your grandma did this and whatsoever sometimes you have to look back and say am i on the right track did i listen to god was i dis- um, disobedient along the way somehow anyhow well i've been thrown out must have been in the wrong ship so now i'm in this place of realization i'm praying myself out of it speak to god in that pain speak to god and tell him god i have realized my mistakes i have realized i was doing the wrong thing at the wrong time i've realized i was not listening to you i have realized i confess it to you and i'm ready to go out there deliver me that's the same way Jonah handled his situation. He started to pray. He didn't sit down and start to have self-pity. He said to pray and the and it says on the third day the fish vomited him out onto dry land. That is the same thing that God is going to do for you. All you have to do is tell him inside that belly. I know it's dark. Just tell him to say God I realize I missed it. I was disobe- I was disobedient. I disobeyed you. I went my own way. I did things my own way. But I'm ready to do it your way. I'm ready to go out there. I'm ready to fulfill the assignment. That is all you need to do. You are in a place of realization. I know it ma- it seems impossible but God knows why he has you there. God knows why he has you where you are. Just sit down, reflect, speak to him and tell him you are ready. He's a merciful God. He doesn't hold on to anger. is a forgiving and compassionate god just give it to him surrender to him and tell him so he can take you to the right place the place you belong to imagine being in the dark for 3 days and 3 nights there is light at the end of the tunnel regardless there is nothing that changes the plan of god over your life it may be delayed but when you come to the realization that it is you that is delaying yourself the better you will pray and prepare yourself to see the light because that is what God is good at delivering people. So whatever you're going through your pro, your 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 pain might be too much but it's purposeful. Your pain might be too much but it is purposeful. 
don't embrace the affliction. Don't embrace the pain. Pray yourself out of it. Show God you are ready to go out there and do it. If Jonah sat down in the belly and worried and kept worrying about what he would have done better or how he should have gone, he would have been in that in that belly for for a long time. Not until we started to pray himself out of the situation. Your situation is not permanent. Your situation does not mean God has forsaken you. Your situation does not mean God has removed the grace and the calling over your life. No, he has put you in an incubator, in a place of realization. All you have to do is realize, realize, and pray yourself out of it. That is all it takes. That is all it takes. So guys, I'm very grateful for your time. Everyone who's listened to this podcast, I hope you're blessed. And I hope you go through and read the whole story. It's quite short. I haven't really um, spoken about the entire story. I've just spoken about the important part. But you can read the story. It's quite short. It's really an amazing story. And I hope it has encouraged someone. Thank you so much. God bless you.